This is the South Congress Podcast, episode 128. My name is Cameron. So normally, um, that's where Peanut would say, and my name is Tristan. Um, and, you know, unless it's through some uh, some editing, you won't be hearing that again. Um, you know, Peanut, Isaiah Tristan. Uh, was and is my my best friend in the world. Um, he passed away on February the 11th, and um, I've been trying to find the words. Um, as somebody who <laughs> always has something to say, finding the words can be difficult because. In a lot of ways, this show was easy. Um, It was easy to talk about what's going on in the world. And it was easy to talk about, um, you know, how we feel about the things happening to us specifically and our friends and coworkers and all that. Because, like, I just knew that I could bounce ideas off of the guy next to me and I could find an inspiration from the guy next to me and when he came on the show um, when it was kind of decided that he was going to be uh, you know my full time co-host on the show um I didn't know how it would go right away. It's, it's not, you know, I had a background in, you know, some journalism and some RTF and have been working at this for like a really long time. And so I was apprehensive, you know, about how everything would come together. Um, and early on, it was some, uh, there was some bumps in the road, you know, um, he would get really, really excited to get in front of the bike. And I feel like sometimes he would just say things that like he knew (laughs) were off the wall, but it was to elicit that reaction. Um, Again, we are on episode 128. He has been full time on here as my co-host since episode 13. Um, Gosh, that was, you know, you can roughly do the math on that. That was right when Faye and I got back from a vacation in New York. So this would have been, gosh, summer 2017, maybe. Um, but yeah, and then just uh, going from there, like, you know, coming by. And we used to live across town from each other. So I live in a suburb just north of Austin. He lives in a suburb just south of Austin. And so he would make that. 45 minute drive to come do the show and maybe hang out and maybe go back or shoot home to visit his family. Um, you know, he was just really dedicated to what we did and, you know, he, he wanted to pay for studio time. Like he, he was firmly invested and involved. Um, so just to, I don't know exactly you know, what I'm going to be asked to say or if I'll be asked to say anything um, at his funeral. You know, um, family is 
first and foremost when it comes to stuff like this. And um, it was just kind of his way not to have his friends and family always around each other. And so, you know, um, that may or may not happen. Um, This is one of the reasons that it's really good to have a platform um, so that you can get these ideas out and just have them always, you know. Um, We met in the fall of 1999 um we played football together um all four years of high school um and if if he were here as soon as i said that he said he would say and i was bigger than you and i was stronger than you and i was faster than you That, that would be his immediate reaction um and for a long time he was he was all those things um we we met freshman year. You know, I'm I play defense. He plays offense. Uh, he's a receiver. I'm a corner. So we're going against each other like a whole lot. But you know, we were just kind of teammates at that point. So our head football coach leaves, and in Texas, you know, when the head coach leaves, the whole staff leaves, and we had like a lot of turnover. And so these these brand new coaches come in, and their thing was okay. You're playing football, sure, but you will be playing a sport year round, like you, the whole time. So if you play football and really nothing else, you are going to run track and or power lift. So it's the uh, it's our sophomore year. It's after football, our sophomore year. And the coaches, they get everybody on the track. Um, not all at once, but like we, you know, we um do it at intervals, but they have everybody run a 400. Um, if you're not familiar with like a 400 meter dash, it's one time around um, a track. So I think I ran like a uh, like a 61 um, or 62, and he ran right in that range. And so uh, our coach comes up to us. I think it was Coach Sanders who would be, um, if you're in the Austin area, he's the head coach at uh, at Vandergrift here in Austin. Um, so he comes up to us and he's like, hey, guys, so I see you guys are both running right in the 60 range. Um, if you can do that twice, like we'd love to have you guys run the 800. Us not putting the math together. We're like, yeah, OK, coach, like, that's fine, whatever. So anybody who's ran track, like, you know, anything over uh, the 400, even the 400, but really anything over the 400, everybody's probably in the 120, 125 range as far as uh, weight goes. I was like 145 pounds and he was like 165 pounds. So we're out there like we get out on the track and the thing about the 800 too, you don't come out of blocks like everybody's just kind of lined up together. So, yeah, we look across and it's like just all these tiny kids and we're like, you know, everybody's really nice. We're like, good luck. Good luck. And they're like, oh, yeah, guys, good luck. Them knowing in their hearts they're about to murder us. So we get out there and race starts and we're moving and we're moving um at first lap we were right there with all those kids that second lap that second lap that weight hit us and so it would turn from every every meet we went to 
would turn from him and I being in contention in the first half to then him and I trying to figure out who was going to come in last and second to last because, yeah, we had no business being out there. But we did it, man. Um, so that's really where we started, like, being friends. Like, we are doing, we're training together. You know, we're running together. And so that's when, like, we really started hanging out. Um, It was probably more so our junior year that that we're kind of that we get closer because that's when like what happens your junior year of high school girls and cars girls and cars and so he was actually really close with my across the street neighbor uh jason thomas and so they would always be out there you'd always see peanuts blue truck out there and you'd always see jason's uh what the hell? i think he had like a, a chevy blazer uh they they had stupid speakers and screens and all kinds of dumb shit. But yeah, Peanut was always over there. So like I'd go over there and kick it. We all hang out. So when we huh, when we started to rap, um, I, I'm still just not comfortable that we ever did that. Um, Peanut was like, Cam, you're good. Um, whenever you want to like go to Alex's house, like I'll roll over there with you, you know, we'll 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 do the thing. And so like I was always riding across town with Peanut all the time, um, whether it was going to like a party or going to hang out with the homies or going to see some girls. Like it was always uh, me rolling with him. And uh, oh, I think senior year, um, we had more time to hang out because we finished football. Like, I think we made it to the first round of the playoffs our senior year and we were done. And like. They're not going to make us run track anymore. <laughs> They're not going to make us lift anymore. Like, you have no control over us, coaches. And so, we, um, yeah, we were just hanging out all the time with the homies and kicking it and calling ourselves rappers and doing mixtapes and this and that. And so, um, yeah, we, we just were always together. Um, so, then we graduate high school. Uh, we graduated high school. Uh, I guess it was the first weekend of June in 2003. So we graduate on a Saturday and him and Jason Thomas moved me up to UT Austin that Monday. Um, so yeah, we put all my stuff in, in the truck and in Jason's SUV and we all shot up here, um, moved my stuff into Ken solving, hung out. Um, so, after, you know, basically two years of like always hanging out, really three years of being close. Now uh, things are changing a bit because, you know, I'm at UT and he's at Northwest Vista, which is like uh, the closest community college to us uh, back home in San Antonio. So, yeah, they, they would come up on the weekends. We would kick it, we throw parties and stuff, but it's different than hanging out every day. So. I mean, that time's really a blur. What can you really say about that? Um, you know, hanging out way too much, going up and down the road, kicking it. Uh, he ends up getting accepted to Texas State, and that's where he's uh, pursuing his degree in teaching and coaching. And this is a time where, like, I'm a year younger than everybody in our graduating class and so his birthday uh was november the 10th um and so he just turned 36 um i turned 35 in december so back then 
like he's 21 um, a whole year before I am. So this is back when and I'm sure kids still do it. Right. But this is back when like going to the club is like the shit. Right. So the club would be typically it's 21 and up to drink 18 and up to get in. And peanut would not would not would not would not sneak me drinks in the club. He would not buy a drink and sit it off to the side and let me drink it. He was staunchly against against that. He hated it. Um, so I used to have to like drink before we would go to the club. And like, I think this is even before we're like buying bottles of liquor because we're, you know, we're still college kids. Um, so we're like, you know, we drink whatever punches at the party, then drinking like MD 2020 and shit like that. So I remember this one time we are going to Planeta because that was the club to go to at the time. And he, uh, (laughs) I buy a bunch of random shit and I'm drinking steel reserve on the way to the club as fast as I can. And literally threw up in the parking lot, like making his door fly open. Like, so that I make sure I throw up before we go. And yeah, it wasn't great. Um, he, one time he liked this girl so much that we went to the club. It was like it was free before 10 and we were in line with this girl at like nine o'clock. There was there were hits and misses. So. I um, I graduated uh, a bit before he graduated like 2008. So he graduates college and uh, he gets uh, the opportunity to coach in Del Rio now. Whereas San Antonio and Austin are uh, an hour apart, hour and a half apart, depending on what part of town you're coming from. Del Rio is like seven hours away from us. Um, It is literally down by the border. And so, like, once again, we're not like in the same spot. Um, And he goes down there. He coaches down there for a few years. And, you know, we still see each other as often as we can. Like, this is still really really early on in adulthood so like every holiday we're still all going back to san antonio and of course like he's off summers and so he would go home and so once again we're you know an hour and a half away hour away so we're always like with each other still um so then he gets a job here in del valley um for the last couple of years. And Del Valley, again, is a suburb just south of kind of Austin proper. And once again, it's on, man. We are, you know, every weekend, like pretty much, unless he shot home to go see the fam, every weekend we're pretty much together again. And so, you know, as often as two people who don't live in the same town or best friends can be together, Like, that was us. You know, we were just, if you saw Cam, you saw Peanut. If you saw Peanut, you saw Cam. Um, And, of course, there are, like, a thousand stories that I can't tell you (laughs) that that, that he took with him and I'm going to take with me when I go. Um, Just stuff that, you know, stuff that people who have been best friends forever uh, do. Like, like, you know, he just... uh, a lot of ripping and running over the past uh, 17 years. 
you know, um, and I say 17. No, no, no. It's 2021. We met in 1999. So, you know, we're talking 22, almost 23 years that we've been uh, that we've been rocking, man. Um, so. About a year ago, um, we're talking and, you know, some things changed in my life and he's like, hey, like we should live together. And I was like, yeah, I think that can work. I think that can work. Um, and so we got uh, we got a house together um, that we rent with uh, with a friend of his as well. And, you know, I. I would get so jealous when like he would be like, oh, I think I'm going to go home for the weekend. And I'm like, why are you going home for the weekend? Like you live here with me. We can hang out. You know, I used to he used to go home and go see his family so much. And of course, like that's a beautiful thing. And that that's being a good son and a good brother and a good cousin and nephew and all those things. I still hated it. Like <laughs> I wanted him to be hanging out with me. Like I wanted to, you know, if you've ever seen like my Instagram and my Twitter, like it's, you know, flooded with him and I, you know, at brunch or you know, out of the bar or videos of us recording the podcast or just just all that, you know, that was like I was very, very, very like into the idea of us always being around each other. Um, so. You find out new things about people when you get that close. And I mean, when all of a sudden he's not just like a coach who I know coaches, like he's the work comes home. And so like, I get to hear him have these conversations with students. I get to hear him have conversations with other coaches. You know, we talk about uh, the different responsibilities he has and um, he was just on top of it all. Like I, I just, we have a bunch of friends who are coaches and I know like some of them are just lazy people who teach PE and then also stand outside <laughs> and you know I, I didn't know like exactly where he stood but man he he had such a command like over the day-to-day -day operations of his team and I was just really impressed I even told him I was like yo I didn't know like you held it down like that um and you know this uh the pandemic it changed a lot for everybody and you know people are suffering and I'm, I'm certainly not making light of that um i remember us being out i think it was like march the 9th um we were out you know that weekend because we were like yo we probably like the way things are looking like we probably won't be able to do this again um and so you know we go out and then him and i just as people who were always like doing the social thing and always out, um, everything stopped and we knew that we were doing the right responsible thing by not going out to the bars or the clubs. It just, it didn't matter as much to us to do that. Um, cause I mean, we still had each other. Like we could always still kick it, you know, at our house. Like it was just, uh, we we realized that 
what we missed wasn't the people, um, us seeing that, experiencing the world together, like being around people with your best friend. Um, but, you know, things, things changed and, you know, so we're here at the house and, um, you know, he starts seeing this girl, Steph, who is just the, the sweetest woman in the world, um, who is just so into him. And he 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 struggles to say what's actually on his mind. He thinks he has to answer things in a certain way. And, uh, you know, so he sometimes would be standoffish about the subject. But, um, you know. Especially after him passing, Steph let me, you know, you get to see the text and you get to see the pictures and the videos. And he was great with her and he was great with her daughter and they loved him. And and he had found his person, you know, um, I watched. It's hard when you know how much your friend cares and how giving he is. Um, And I watched women take advantage of that um, in some bad ways. And I know it hurt him. And I know how being that committed and that loyal to somebody can break you when they don't give you the same respect and energy, you know? Um, And and granted, a long time ago, I'm certainly not holding grudges against people. You know, people change, their lives change, and and that's not what I'm saying, but I I do understand why he would be apprehensive and why he would be standoffish about expressing to the world how he felt about somebody, but I'm glad he had her for the last year. Steph's amazing. Um, I think the thing that we bonded on most was just his love for his mother. Um, You know, me and my mother are absolutely inseparable. I will call her about most things that happened in my life before I'll call anybody else. Like my mother knows so much about me that a lot of people would never tell their mothers, but, um, that's who she was to me. And, you know, um, only really the longest conversation I've had with Miss Irene's mother has been since he's passed, you know, um, and there are things we talked about and she feels like there are reasons that he didn't always bring his friends around, um, you know, and, and that's that's a decision that he made. And, um, you know, I, I. I, I love how close he was with my family, you know, my my mother calls him her other son, you know, like I said, the holidays, the Thanksgivings, the Christmases, just coming around the crib, um, you know, he was always around and they were that close and they could just reach out to each other and talk. And and like, if my mom made something, because I haven't seen my mom since, uh, February of last year. Um, and it might even been January. Um, 
he would stop by my mother's house to pick up food on his way back here whenever she made something for like a holiday or anything like that. And, you know, it just, uh, (sighs) he is the most giving person I've ever met. Um, shirt off his back, you know, that, that, that's who he was. Um, he has helped me with and through so much. Um, I don't know if there would be a South Congress 128 without him doing South Congress 13. Like I, I don't know what it would become. Um, and he just, he supported everything I did, even if he didn't like something, you know, like even if it wasn't something he was interested in, he was all for ride or die every time. And, just really had faith that this thing that we started, because even if he wasn't in there for episode one, this is a thing we started, you know, the South Congress thing is us. Um, South Congress became a podcast because I didn't want to write anymore because I couldn't keep my hands still enough to write after Mike Brown passed away. So episode 120, 126, um, named the memory of our friend Fred. Um, it was tough. And then episode 127, done in honor of our man Shelton, um, who, you know, him and me, him and Peanut, the last wrestling event I went to, it was the three of us like there together um, in Houston. And now like there's a pictures, there are pictures of all three of us. And now, you know, it's not the same. Um, <sighs> I told Peanut after the Shelton episode, I was like, I'm tired of talking about our dead friends. Like, I don't want to do this, you know, but I was always somebody who believed they had an infinite amount of good luck. And I hate that I put that energy into the world because now I'm seeing that it's not necessarily the case. Um, The day he passed away, we got into not an argument but a disagreement um (laughs) and it's it's those dumb trivial things that best friends have and it's not even worth a whole lot of detail um he wanted to cook something in the air fryer that i did not want cooked in the air fryer (laughs) <laughs> and that's the whole thing. And I was I was so perturbed. Um, but you know, like it wasn't I was over it. You know, we were still sitting there kicking it, watching the damn wrestling otaku videos like we do. Um and whew, that time on the couch <laughs> is it's the last time we spoke. Um It's been a long couple of weeks. Um, You know, his friends 
are hurting, of course. His family is hurting. Um, you know, again, we lost just one of the most genuine, purest, selfless people we've ever had. And um, I don't know exactly who I am without him, you know, um, he just, I think he liked being next to me and I don't know if he, he'll ever know how much I really needed to be next to him. Like he gave me so much confidence to do and say, and just be a part of things. And I love you, Peanut. I really do, man. Um, you are my best friend in the whole world. And whew, I wish you guys could have seen him with, with Banner. Um, Banner's my Banner's my pup. And I had uh, I had a dog for 12 years. His name was Bishop. Um, and Bishop was a miniature schnauzer and was just mean as hell. Uh, <laughs> was mean to everybody, but of course loved me. Um, cause you know, you, you stuck with me, you got no choice. Bishop passed away and it just left a hole in me and just a void. And when I got Banner, um, even though Banner's, you know, 55, 60 pounds now, you know, Banner was a pup. Banner was, Banner was the size of an iPad, right? And I just was always like, you were the most delicate baby. I will never, ever, 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 ever let a single bad thing happen to you. To the point where Banner is like of the size and age and aggressiveness where he wants to play rough. And I will not play rough with him. I just won't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm super afraid to play rough with him. Peanut did not have those same hangups <laughs> whatsoever. Um, he was perfectly fine uh, throwing Banner around the house and playing just crazy with him. And Banner loved it. He loved every minute of it. So um, like Peanut would be here in his room playing PlayStation with uh you know Steph would be in the room with him kicking it and Banner would just dart to Peanut's room and jump up on him to play with him like just oh that was that was Banner's best friend um they they just uh they were great together and uh the night after Peanut passed uh Faye and Banner came by and the first thing Banner does when he comes in the house is goes and sits in Peanut's doorway. And I don't know who I felt worse for, you know? Um, he just had a lasting effect and a profound effect on, on me and the people around me and the people in his life. And As I start to get more opportunities for like content and stuff, um, I don't know. I, I'm 
I don't want this to go away. Um, and there are things I can do. There's there's things to talk about. There's people to interview. But I don't know if this show is going to have a co-host. You know, and this was us. This was our thing. Um, and I left the house yesterday. Um, you know, we had this crazy storm, so we were stuck in for a week, the week before last. And I, that I don't wish that on anybody, but I also don't wish anybody's best friend to pass on a Thursday. And then you can't leave the house from Sunday till Friday because it does a lot of things to your head that don't need to happen. So yesterday I get in the car, I drive to the outlets. I'm going to go buy some shoes and I park the car and I just start bawling. You know, it, um, it really hit me, you know, that. While he's here with me, he's not here like he was before. Um, and everybody's been amazing in being there for me and supporting me. And I think that they know how how tight we were. Like, it's not that's Cam's friend. It's that's Cam's brother. So I don't want to drag this out. Um. Peanut, I love you. You are amazing. And we'll do this again one day. We'll do this again one day. Guys, it's the South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. And I'm out.